Hey there, and welcome to the wonderful world of Disney Plus. We're back for another awesome week of discoveries and uh, appreciating everything that Disney Plus has to offer. Uh, we are, f well, this week we are, let's see, four brothers, a sister, a brother-in-law, and a dad uh, here to talk. Uh, but I am Ben. I'm Sam. I'm Mike. I'm Abe. I'm Maggie. I'm Josh. And I'm the dad. All right, so this is going to be a fun episode. I am going to get to listen to all of these awesome people talk about uh, a show that I have watched 30 minutes of, uh, which is the, well, I won't even say the name of it yet. It's the Mysterious Benedict Society, actually, right? That is right? I did say yep. it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, is a new Disney Plus exclusive show. Um, but before we do, uh, anyone watched anything new? I mean, uh, since last week, the second episode of What If is out, uh, which is something I, I did like it. Uh, I mean, I think, I don't know. I mean, it's not like, you know, earth shattering or anything, but I think it's uh, uh, really fun and I really like the animation. But anyone else watch anything good? Thoughts on What If uh, briefly? Uh, the uh, new Mickey Mouse shorts came out, which those are super fun to watch. I have a warm spot in my heart for those shows. Are the same ones, just new season of yeah, the other ones? Yeah, just new episodes. Yep. Okay. Two yeah, new so those, episodes? Huh? Two? No, there's several. Okay, I thought you said that. Yeah. Looks like um, but those like are super fun to watch through. 18. So. I don't know. Are those it's, like the eight-minute ones, not the... Yeah, they're not the where it's 20 minutes and multiples. It's just the singular episodes. Mm. Yeah. Cool. But nice. it's part of their new original to Disney Plus, whatever, Mickey Mouse ones. Yeah. Is this really I think those are always 2020? fun. <clears throat> well, I think 2020. they first came out in 2020. Yeah, they just came out with some the other day. Huh. Okay. Like within the past week. Oh, uh, okay. They just added to it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think they added like six more. Well, more than that. Like ten. But well, we've been, I've been uh, busy in the last two weeks, uh, just maybe because we've been watching... Ben's kids, and so we watched Aristocats. I haven't seen that in a while. That's classic. It really is awesome. And then we watched uh, uh, The Rescuers, and then a, a part of The Rescuers Down Under, uh, and that was fun to watch again. I mean, uh, Bernard and Miss Bianco. Bernard, and that's what Bianca, it was. And uh, um, they have uh, Orville is the first goo or the albatross, and he's pretty good. But John Candy plays Wilbur, who's just hilarious. Great. He's just so yeah. fun. Totally. I think Rescuers Down Under is better than the first one, I think. I think so, too. I, I mean, they've got uh, George C. Scott, who plays Percival McLeach. And yeah, he's, he's really, he's just a great character with Joanna. And Joanna! Joanna! Joanna. <laughs> You're all going to do that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Rescuers yeah. is fun because that's one of the ones we owned on VHS growing up. So I feel like I've seen a lot and I really like yeah. Have a good Frank's soft spot fun, for it. I think they lizard. do a great job with the eagle. Is that Glenn mm -hmm. King too, Sam? I agree. Mara, of Hute. course. The yeah. Glenn, yeah, the eagle's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, Best part is. of the movie. Uh -huh. Yeah, Sam We were also... Mara, uh, Mara right before uh, the mm -hmm. show started, uh, Jed and I were watching a... I guess it's probably National Geographic, but it was a thing on sharks and sharks versus the cage. Um, <laughs> and that was entertaining. Even though yeah. I rarely watched anything on national geographic on disney plus nice because which sam which part of uh national geographic does disney license or own because they own all of national it, they geographic own they do own it but then they have their own streaming platform right national geographic plus or whatever or discovery plus discovery which are those plus. i guess that's separate. two separate, that's separate things never mind yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know if disney channel owns isn't all? it yeah yeah it's their yep. thing but I, was I don't know if disney owns all of National Geographic or not, at one point they owned like 51% in like HGTV and possibly even Discovery. I don't know. It was a mm -hmm. bunch of different networks. 
that they own like more than half of. But with Fox, yeah. they bought. I think they own all of National Geographic, or at least cool. enough that it's theirs, yeah. essentially that, for I all mean, intents and purposes. That would make sense. Yeah. I heard that they bought Florida. Yeah, That's which right. I heard some rumor that they were working with Sony to try to buy out Spider-Man slash even Sony Studios, which I don't think that's true. Wow, but I'm sure that's I, just I an know. ongoing. Like, yeah, I'll believe it. All right, guys, are you really up the billions? You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I don't know yeah. how it couldn't just be something they talk about all the time. Yeah. Totally. Maggie, have you watched anything? I watched Cool Runnings the other night. That's one of my favorites. That's a good one. Super good. That's yeah. also with John Candy. Yeah, it is. Even though he wasn't that great. In, in, I mean, he was okay, but he, he's not as Snow Home Alone. Best. That's not his Home best. Alone no. one, right? Two. Yeah, one. Uh, boiga yeah. Boiga or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Polka Polka. Polka Polka. Polka Polka. Polka Polka. Very oh, big John Candy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Josh, you watch anything? Uh, well, after being chastised after the last episode, I have been working to catch up on What If. And okay. they're pretty it's only good. only two episodes. <laughs> How are you catching up? Some of us have to work full-time jobs, Abe. Oh, please. But yeah, uh, he's, He wastes his time watching, like, soccer. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Fair. But what do you yeah, think, Josh? I, I have to spend some time watching sports. But uh, I liked it. I'm more of a just, like, give me the traditional classic version of things. I don't always go for the stuff that feels like, what would happen if this happened? What would happen mm. if this happens? So I thought it was good and it's entertaining, yeah. but I didn't like love it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it feels like they could just go like, you know, what would happen if Thanos was a short was a shoe clerk, yeah. <laughs> shoe carnival? Well, well, they almost do that in the second one. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I was yeah. worried they were going to basically like veer away from the uh, explaining how they got there. I thought they were just going to start like. In this universe, Thanos is good, or this universe, you know, uh, T'Challa or T'Challa is uh, Peter Quill, you know. And I—that's pretty much what they do. I know, but but then they did show it, which I really appreciate. I was worried though; they were just going to be like, "Well, we're just going to swap up the characters and make it whatever entertaining." I thought they do seem to explain it and make it plausible somewhat. Yeah, which I like the creative. That part is really interesting to me. How they explain the Watcher would at least every episode, you know, in the first one, he's like. And that was the moment, you know, that changed everything. But he didn't do that in the second episode. Yeah. Uh, it kinda is that the only name it. that we know him by? Like, he looks like, the watch. I don't know, the classic supervillain. King the Conqueror. Super yeah. waiting to the neck. He's not yeah, he bad. He looks familiar. He looks like a I mean, He looks like a shadow. That's yeah. why he looks familiar. He looks like, you know, just I think his name black. is Uwatu or something like that. Well, it feels like he's going to go and someone's mother sneezed and it changed the whole universe. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. Well, Dad, one of the things you wanted to kind of are, you know, each week we try to kind of ask a question is uh, what is everyone's favorite? Yeah. Yeah. Favorite TV (laughs) show, you know, Disney reoccurring show uh music you know like kind of like the, well, the that soundtrack. was a little hard intro, way to say it but yeah <laughs> the, the tv because I, I was thinking like not movies or anything like that just like a tv show just disney that, original you know, no no not disney well, original well see disney disney original can't. that's so limiting it can't there's quite a few but go ahead sorry well it has to be it's a disney something on disney, disney plus, plus. Thing, it doesn't it could be on it a different be show. like the andy griffith show obviously <laughs> it actually crossed so my mind. this this do that this came about because I think it was Abe. I think he said something about uh, the Mysterious Benedict Society. He said something about the intro. He goes, oh, because I love that intro. It just feels so. And I thought, are there other good intros with ongoing 
Disney Originals, Josh, yes. series um, that maybe you like if you have a favorite. So, and it could it can run the gambit, I'm, and uh, and I, I which I'll give one of mine in a minute. Um, but I've been I no I won't even say anything more. So go ahead. I'm gonna take so, quick because I couldn't first. think of a lot. Uh, Mandalorian, I think, is my, uh, is my first song. Okay. Well, mine before well, someone well, else takes well, it, well, which is well, amazing, Ben. I agree. That's yeah. my number one. But then Loki is a yeah, hard Loki second up there. I and mean, Loki's incredible. Well, that's Lucas Films. That's not originally Disney. Josh. It's, it's, it's original. Plus plus original. original. Stupid. That's not what Todd said. <laughs> ben, can you mute show, Josh from yeah, where you're at? Are yes, you I saying can. only Disney Plus or just Disney in general? No, he's just saying Disney. No, like, they didn't say okay, that's what I thought. Everything Disney yeah. ever created or owned. Everything yeah. that Disney has produced. If you want to we were sh- like a well-oiled machine, and then Josh comes in, and he changes one everything. Word. Yeah. This is like what if Disney Plus last time and got me. What if so now Josh the joined this show? Oh, just leave the poor guy alone. All right, let's. Uh, anyone else have any other op- suggestions? I mean, I would say it's not the same reoccurring one, but WandaVision. I think that was like one of the coolest things they ever yeah. did, and that was unique. super unique. Just every episode was just different and awesome. And, but it's not really the same thing. But. Well, I'm going to follow yeah, that sure. up because that was, you know, what you've been watching. Uh, uh, while I was at this camp, all I could watch were like four shows that someone had downloaded on a uh, iPad because I couldn't get anything to download. And so I watched the the Assembled or whatever it is, all three episodes of, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier and WandaVision. And it made me want to watch WandaVision again. So I started it again. And their opening intro is pretty super creative i mean it it, it hits yeah. each error so era so that was awesome so i was gonna i'm gonna agree with with a what about uh joshy uh once i decided that i was gonna limit it to disney i thought of mandalorian but one that i mm-hmm. thought of that we talked about before was ducktales <laughs> yeah. i feel like hey, we all really loved mine. like the intro and it changes sorry maggie but that's a really good one, like really good yeah. one. That's a good one. That's really that's the only one. one that any of us have named that actually has lyrics too, which is fun to sing along with. The other ones you can hum along and. Well, I think the ones with lyrics are good. I think uh, yeah. Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, yeah. I thought somebody would say that's a good one. A good one. I, so these are all kids ones, and I probably you know kind of silly, but I liked them. The New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh was an old one that we used to watch that I always loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also Kurt Moore, a little bit newer, still kids ones is Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I think that's actually a fun one. Uh, yeah. That yeah, actually makes me think of uh, Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Oh, oh yeah. Enjoy the pirate crew. Yeah. And then I also think this one is not on Disney Plus yet, but Renly's watched it a million times. I actually kind of like it. Is Sophia the First. I think that has actually a pretty good one. Yeah, I have no idea why that's not on Disney Plus. It's on Netflix right now, so they'll they have a deal with them. But once that comes up, I'm sure they'll you know move it back yeah, over but i'm sure um you need to let maggie pick before they're all taken yeah go ahead maggie. Mm. well sam did you do phineas and ferb mm-hmm. yes. yeah, I just did that. yeah that so everybody took mine what's <laughs> your number four maggie i don't know they all took mine i don't necessarily like the show but the fancy nancy intro song is super Are you serious never heard <laughs> hey <laughs> We that watched in Disney? it with Renly. Yes, yeah. Renly. With Renly, we'll watch right, it right, right. I think of Ben to Sophia the first. Maggie is. Yeah, I can do, do that. Nancy, <laughs> Nancy. Yeah. That's true. 
Uh, that's valid. I Thanks. mean, yeah. All of mine. I just don't watch a lot of shows anymore. And honestly, like, Disney doesn't have as many, like, I feel like iconic old shows, like live and action DuckTales. or anything like that. Yeah, but, like, they don't have, like, you know, uh, like, they don't own, like, the Dick Van Dykes and those kind of things. So it's mm-hmm. kind of hard. Yeah. Maybe Yet. Some, yeah, I need yeah, to. Right. <laughs> Maybe the like Muppets. I feel true. like the Muppets could have some pretty, you know, decently. Yeah, that was, that was iconic and true. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about that show. Clone Wars kind of yeah, has a cool one. It's like a rendition of the Star Wars one, but it's like with some drums mm-hmm. and stuff, uh, which is mm-hmm. really good. But, yep. All right. Well, There's I think we should ones. switch over to our main topic here, since we're getting you know pretty far into the show here. Um, I have not watched it. Like I said, I've only watched about uh, twenty minutes last night. I started it. Did like what I've seen so far. I will continue, but. Um, the Mysterious like, Benedict Society. How about uh, who wants to give me the quick overall pitch of why you need to watch the Mysterious Benedict Society? And then we can go more. Sam, go ahead. All right, go for it, Sam. Or Sam, why don't you just give us a brief two overview of, I mean, like in a three sentences, what it's about. Okay. Um, basically, the world is in danger from the emergency. And... And it kind of opens with everybody just talking about it and the world seems like it's in chaos and aka right now right <laughs> it seems <laughs> like of, yeah. it is i guess it is like scarily accurate yeah very relatable and so we focus in on these few kids that seem like they're special they see the world in a different way and mr benedict has recruited them to help save the world from the emergency um, and we don't really know what that is yet. They have to go to the school and basically figure out what's going on. And in doing that, they find out that the bad guy is Mr. Benedict's twin brother. Um, and so that spoilers, Ben. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we Second can't talk episode. about it without doing it. I know. That, so. Pathetic. It's okay. Um, you find that out pretty early on. Yeah. 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 But yeah, all the kids kind of come together and use their special gifts and talents. And um, now, spoiler, just like yeah. this family with the podcast. I still don't know what Constance is. <laughs> so are these yeah, like actual do. like no, magical powers, or just like they're just no. think differently? Well, no. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're not like levitating no. brain stuff. I mean, powers. Like, is right. this a world where no, someone like they are they actually just have their own unique? Well, why don't we? Attributes. Why don't we? Um, uh, somewhat, let's describe each of the characters. So, um, uh, uh, Josh, why don't you tell us about Mr. Benedict? Yeah. So like Sam said, he's the guy who pulls everybody together. He's like the, the mastermind behind the plan Professor of X. how to save everybody. Yeah. Save everybody from the emergency. He's like a really funny, quirky character. Um, he has narcolepsy. Um, which is part of the reason why he's not on the front lines because he falls asleep. I think when he gets happy laughs, and yeah. or excited, stressed. So it's, there's a lot of things that can trigger it. And is it plaid? I think plaid calms him. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like calm. <laughs> Certain type of plaid. <laughs> so he like yeah. almost passes out, and they like holds a plaid cloth in front of him to a like pillow or whatever. Yeah, to try and get him to calm. But so he's the <laughs> mastermind who always believes in the children that they can pull off the mission. And he has two people that are three people that and, help him do that. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, so Mr. Benedict has this, um, we'll say, we'll call them the good guys. Um, he has a, a couple of people work for him. Uh, uh, Sam, you want to tell us about number two and uh, Rhonda, who's kind of nondescript. And then uh, what's his name? 
Milligan. 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 Yeah. Milligan. Yeah. Well, I think I don't know the adult characters. In, it's interesting because the emergency seems to affect all the adults except for them and one other character. So I think it's kind of because these characters think differently as well. I imagine they were kind of like the kids when they were younger. Um, number two is hilarious. She's just <laughs> She's odd. super odd. And is she the one who um, administers the tests in the first episode? Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, now and, read the list. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of like I guess the bodyguard slash obviously does everything, but she'll at certain points she'll whip out like this riot baton and just like pummel people. Um, <laughs> or and she looks about skills. like it, like on the she's Beverly Hillbillies, it would be like if Granny were this ninja. You know, it just yeah, looks exactly. so she's, odd. Uh, she's Trixie the dinosaur in Toy Story. That's what I kept thinking of. This yeah, voice, uh, yeah. I've seen her in something else. She's but. a lot of other voices, but yeah. And then Mulligan or Milligan is—he's uh, the muscle for sure, and just this silent, stoic kind of. He'll come He's out hilarious. of the woodwork and just say, "I was there once." <laughs> and just kind of leave that off, you know, and then stare into the, in the yeah. distance. That was yeah. a good twist in the end. Yeah. Well, don't get ahead yet, there. Don't get ahead yet. Okay, how about they? Um, and there were three children who kind of make up the uh, the four. bulk of it. Four. 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 Uh, Rainy is the kind of the it starts to show off. So, Abe, why don't you describe well, him? Well, real quick, the right. Okay, the, so the the guy who plays. Uh, who you were just saying? What's his name? Uh, Milligan. Yeah, Milligan. Milligan. He is Ryan Hurst. He is the uh, the the. I think his name is Jerry or Gary. I think it is. And uh, remember the Bertrand Titans or Berto? Yeah, Bertrand. I remember that. That was kind of cool. Mm. Uh, and what? Yeah. Remember the and Titans. remember the Titans. Oh. He was the football captain who or gets classic crushed at the end. Sorry, continue though. Okay, so Abe tells <laughs> about. So there are three characters. Uh, Rainy. Four. He's kind of the, okay. No, four. four. Rainey's the, the, the kind of the main guy that we follow from the very beginning. Tell us about him. I don't want to tell you about Rainey. He's, he's not my favorite character. He's probably my least favorite character. So yeah. Okay. Ike, tell us about Rainey. <laughs> Rainey, okay. He's the one with problem-solving skills. Um, so unlike Sticky, he doesn't have photographic memory, but he just kind of thinks his way through things. So he's uh-huh. pretty calculated. Like and, okay. Yeah. And Abel tells him about whoever he wants us to tell us about. <laughs> That's right. My favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, that is actually my favorite character. No, she's hilarious. I mean, she's kind of, I don't even, because in the beginning when they're showing how they all kind of, Benedict found them all, you know, and she just, through all the tests, she just did something different than everyone else, you know, like when they were trying to find the way out, whatever, she was just sitting there eating a sandwich. I think that was so clever and just funny. <laughs> when um, she had to take the test, she just marked everything out, like yeah. scribbled through all the answers. <laughs> yeah. That's just so funny, I think. And well, she- she didn't even Her take last the test, did she? Isn't it? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Doesn't she well, just show up at the house? No, because in the they written bring test, in. the written test oh, okay. is the first part, and then she's like scribbling everything, you know, cr- like crossing out, and, <laughs> yeah. huh. and she had one of the best lines I think in the end, you know, with the acid. She's like, yeah. "Leave me a <laughs> bottle of acid for him." Uh, she is kind of a bleak, um, uh, <laughs> you know. Well, she and- <laughs> She kind of goes through the thing. They don't know what her special talent is, yeah, or they don't know how it, how she fits into the kind mission. They kind yeah. of think she's dead weight for most of the series, I would say. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kind but of then you find like out like Rainy. halfway through that she's just as smart as Rainy mm-hmm. and Sticky. She yeah. just doesn't ever show well, it. Well, even Mr. Benedict cool. says, yeah. I think she'll have the, you know, she'll be the most important. She'll be the key, the yeah. Yeah, the key. Mm-hmm. She was. So, uh, Maggie, why don't you tell us about Kate Weatherall? Is that her Kate. name? Kate well, the Great. So, first of all, all the four kids are orphans. Mm-hmm. And they've all, and she joined the circus and was an acrobat. Um, <laughs> And she always carries around her bucket with everything she needs in it to survive or whatever. And she's just not the smartest, but <laughs> she just does everything her own way, like everyone else. But with her bucket along on, along with her, and pretty yeah. cool bucket. I wonder so, why Mary, it's a pretty Maggie cool bucket. bucket. The bucket's the only thing <laughs> yeah. she's got going for her, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. basically. Her she's kind of overconfident and right. just would yeah, charge into everything her, head first. That the actress was yeah, she wasn't the, the actress best, wasn't the great, but she was like a handyman. Yeah. So she was like the, the one that like, think... knew how things worked, which I appreciate. I thought she was yeah. kind of cool. Well, Josh, tell us about Sticky, because Sticky kind of reminds me a little bit of Josh. So. I do have a photographic memory, so yeah. yeah right. uh, uh, uh. Sticky's like the the super smart one who he always remembers everything, and he just knows every single fact. So, like Ike was saying, Rainy like thinks through things, and like you see him figure out the answers to tests, and because they like give a hint in one of them that you have to figure out how you even find the answers because they're super obscure. But Sticky just knows the answers because he's never forgets anything. So he knows all of these really obscure answers. So he like, I feel like he kind of ebbs and flows the most out of the four of them. Mm-hmm. The other four like change a little, but they're pretty much the same character throughout. He goes Sticky, to like the dark side. He changes so. a little bit because yeah. he kind of, yeah, he kind of needs to like find his place <laughs> in the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I thought Sticky and uh, Constance were the two. They were the better actors of the four, I thought. For sure. Well, Sticky kind of seems up, the most unsure okay. of himself, yeah. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Well, that's his, right. yeah. Yeah. That's right. so they end up being sent to the Institute. And uh, what did you think of that whole Institute setting? I thought it was awesome. I love the, the vibes and everything. I don't it know. felt it, very like, which Ben hasn't seen, but the Unfortunate Events series. I mean, it wasn't that weird, thankfully, but it had that vibe for some reason. But It wasn't like, completely grayscale. <laughs> It's like yeah. that, except, yeah, that's what I was going to say, but with actual color, yeah. Right. I that's loved it. It felt like a retro kind of futuristic, you know, in some parts. and Spiky-y, spy. No, but, like, <laughs> no, nah, I like the thing. What, Ben? That's what I was wondering is, so, like, what would you say is it's the most similar to? I mean, because, obviously, right off the bat, it kind of has, like, a little bit of Harry Potter-esque. It just felt like a tad bit, like, kind of, like, the, yeah. they didn't know about it, then they're taking, like, so is it just, like, a normal school? Like, what's the... Is there anything else you've well, seen you other than this series of unfortunate event that it feels it like? I'm saying for I don't think most yeah. people have watched this. This is a very I think uh, underrated. Go watch under- it right now. It's amazing. Stop <laughs> well, watching this. Is kind of the reason like, why I liked it. Well, you kind of feel like the school is um, in uh, other shows like Matilda, um, where they they like they take it off the charts. Like, so the grumpy per- people are more grumpy. And, uh, uh, you know, almost like, it's almost like a child's perspective. You know, like how when I went to school, they always thought the principal was like an ex-prison uh, warden. Yeah, He wasn't really, but like they acted no. out. And so like on this one, you know, all the kids, they almost look like they could be zombies yeah, because they're, like they're devoid of some of that emotion. 
and uh, like the two twin, yeah. I think they're twins. They talk like twins, yes, a boy and a girl, who just kind of do everything in unison, like Tweedledum and Tweedledee, and it just kind of feels a little. This is an odd place, and everybody wears the same kind of clothes, and it's just weird. Yeah. Interesting to see. There's a series Sam? called like uh, Mrs. Peregrine's School for the su- uh, yeah. Special Children or something like that. that that's there's a book series too. I wonder if it's at all like that. Um, and also yeah, Tony Hale, who does Mr. Benedict, he's the voice of Forky, which I thought was kind of funny. Oh really? I didn't uh, know that. But, Hi, yeah. Forky. Well, uh, oh, and then oh, oh, oh. at the institute, we find out I think the the end of the second or third episode that um, the one behind the whole whole emergency is. Um, uh, Mr. Benedict's uh, twin brother, Nathaniel Benedict. And what'd you guys think Is of Is it played him? by the same guy, I assume? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He plays it super well. I mean, yeah, he does. So well. Like, he makes you believe it's two different people. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you're looking at it and you're like, it's, it's smile it's the same <laughs> actor, but he does a really, really good job. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think they play it well where. You're not sure the whole time if, who, if he's truly a bad guy mm-hmm. or if he's, you know, trying to do something good with it or, mm-hmm. you know, Mr. B- Benedict's actually the bad guy and he's using them or something. It doesn't toe the line too much, but you're kind of kept guessing for most of the series until the last few episodes, maybe. Um, yeah. I think they did a good job with that. Yep. And the guy, I to me, and now we'll just do the free for all. Um, the guy who plays, you know, Mr. Benedict and Mr. Benedict or Dr. Curtin, um, you know, they're both likable characters, but yeah. the, I mean, I, Mr. Benedict reminds me, he's kind of like a Mr. Rogers, you know, he's constantly going, thank you for sharing that Rainy. Thank you, I really appreciate yeah. Sticky, you know, and, and his brother does kind of the same stuff, but he starts to spiral out of control um towards the end you know like can somebody stop talking you know yeah and and he he starts to lose it um and it's really well done as far as that goes as well yeah he always kind kind of directs them though mr benedict i feel like kind of takes in what they're saying and just lets them Mm -hmm. go with it curtain always kind of says that's interesting did you know you know that right. most people His v- are voice afraid is very of soothing. their feelings or something. You know, and he kind of turns it towards a purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. So, what what about some other highlights? What what else did you? What you? I mean, like Abe said, oh, everybody should watch it. Why well, is that? What's so good about it? It's just fun. Well, I loved all the Clever. little like I don't know. Yeah, the the like puzzles that you had to figure out and. You know, we talked about the intro song, but I liked watching the intro every time. Cat wanted mm-hmm. to skip it. My wife. <laughs> Um, but I tried not to let her, but because each like frame of the episode or each frame of the intro alluded to like a specific event in the series of like what was happening. And so I love stuff like that. And it's more so in the first two episodes, but Mm -hmm. there are a lot of like puzzles and logic things that you kind of have to figure out. And I really like that on top of, I wish there would have been more of that throughout the show. Yeah, I, I know, know. You've, we've talked about that, Josh, how it was pretty heavy in the first two episodes, but then it kind of died off, which it's OK. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to just concentrate the whole time, but a little bit more throughout the season, I think would have been fun. But I yeah. did love that logic. Yeah, like I thought one of the best scenes was when they're in the classroom uh, and he asked them about the light switch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, so which, good. you know, mm-hmm. and basically there's a light up in a room. 
that they can't see and he says which light switch turns on the light for that yep. room and then they and all figure all it the out kids there. figure it out but they all do it in different ways like different uh, the way they're yeah. wired and i think that's mm-hmm. no fun. and Jeez, really I, I like you guys said i thought they were going to kind of because it kind of felt like an odd squad um where they you know they're they're kind they of teaching chill. you and it felt like that's that's the point of this whole thing was we were learning to use logic but then like after that episode they just almost stopped you know and didn't yeah. return back to that which so, again was fine like i said but i thought that's what they were going to do and on mm-hmm. average these are like hour long episodes or five yeah. and there's yeah, eight of them a nice right? length i think yeah so would you say like the overall pacing of the show it feels like a pretty is it like one big story over the whole thing that goes forward and does it feel like there's ups and downs or does it feel pretty consistently high level there were no episodes where I was like, wow, that was a boring episode. I mean, there were ones that you thought, you know, that was really good. But I mean, for the most part, I didn't think there were any filler episodes. Maybe I'm wrong, uh-huh. but no. I thought it was really solid. It never felt through, long. Which is rare. I mean, 45 minutes is half a feature film, you know, but it was never like, oh, hurry up. Let's go. But it was a good pace. Yeah, That's what, yeah. like one of the things that stood out to me, even not necessarily superior, but in contrast to a lot of the other shows that came out this summer is I felt like. I know Sam and I agree on this, but like that it was <laughs> consistent and I, I don't feel like you were always guessing like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen? Who's the bad guy? Wait, are they going to mm-hmm. put a charge in this timeline and completely mm-hmm. erase everything that just happened? Right. Like mm-hmm. it was like you knew what was going to happen. Like it, it kept just giving you like a little the bit more and a little bit more and a little story. bit more. Yeah. 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 So it was kind of that. a nice like, change of pace. It didn't feel like uh, it was. It, it was, I guess, the fate of the world, but it didn't feel like they're always running mm, from yeah. something. We didn't know or, what the, he was going to go with that, did we? I mean, yeah. he never said his plan, did mm-hmm. he? Well, basically. No. And this is control really. people, mind right? control. Yeah. But but and it really, is it didn't feel the like the fate of the world. It felt like no. the fate of a town. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Which, I think because, like, you guys were saying, you know, with how it's it was just more consistent. I feel like they probably, I'm, I mean, I'm sure Disney didn't have the same amount of pressure as trying to do, like, a Marvel show, you know, or okay. a Star Wars show where they can be more creative. I know it's based on books or whatever, but, like, still with some of the direction they took it and just the consistency in it, I don't know. I feel like it'd be a lot easier to, I don't know, do something where you don't have to be, you know, this guy's the new villain, you know, this guy, can you trust him? You know, it just, it's, it wasn't as rocky up and down. I felt like as some of the other shows. Like well, and it, and yeah. like you guys said, you know, there wasn't a lot like Mandalorian felt like there were episodes where it just had nothing to do with finding, you know, baby Yoda taking him somewhere. Bro, it just dude. had to do with yeah. some event. <laughs> this had, you know, this basically progressed <laughs> through the whole thing. And it was, and it, it, it yeah. filled up the whole eight se- the whole eight shows. Well, I'm guessing yeah, like and it was originally going to be on Hulu, so I wonder if maybe mm. that's why it feels a little bit different. Like, but uh, Kat told me that Disney like bought the rights to mm. have it on Disney Plus instead mm. of on Hulu. I mean, they own Hulu too, but yeah, I know that's interesting. They that. probably uh, well, I wonder too is like you know I would I, I think that with Loki they purposely and some of the other ones. Um, set up the series so that each episode people are talking about it for the maximum amount the next week even if it's not necessarily that helpful for the overall plot uh i think they structure that way and this one i I don't think they probably think there's as much writing on each episode as the other ones so i think that probably does give them a little bit more freedom to make it like a straight and it didn't have to set up a movie yeah exactly like it could just be its own thing 
Is this a second yeah. season on this one? Is there will there be I mean, or I don't hope there will be. It's not been confirmed, but it, it definitely I mean, they, looks like it. Okay. Yeah. Set it up. It wasn't a super strong setup, I didn't think, but it was definitely. I mean, it was basically if they want to. I mean, I don't know. Like I want to say as strong as a lot of she stuff says, out there. Check out my plans. They're even better. I know, than my but that's yeah. that's it's pretty common way to set things up. <laughs> yeah, it's the smile at the end that says to yeah. be continued. I'll be back. They leave it open, yeah. but I mean, obviously, it's dependent on disney you know it's not like they leave it like a cliffhanger like they close up this season really nicely nice and then it could come back so one of the things i mean i've heard some of you guys say is you think it's the best show of the year i mean what would everyone what do you think what's your overall like you know how much how much is this going to stick with you do you think i think it was the biggest surprise of the year hands down i mean i thought it was super super not expecting much to be because you know that show that came out that was like uh the secret society or something like that. Uh, the secret society. society of unborn. No, 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 no. no, no. Um, Sulphur Springs. Sulphur Springs. Springs. The what? Oh. Sulphur no, Springs. Secret Sulphur Springs. Society. There was no. there was no. a secret society of London or whatever, or the British yeah. society or like something. Like those it was teenagers, weird. red Second royals or something. Royal. Yeah, I mean, I thought royals. it was gonna be something like that, which that was, was terrible. trash. But this, yeah, <laughs> way <trash>. better. <laughs> oh yeah. But definitely not the best. I mean, there was Wandavision, Loki, that. And I, I will say again, from the dad's perspective, it was something it. that was fun to watch for everybody. And mm-hmm. you know, there wasn't, there's nothing underneath it. Uh, I don't think there was any language. Um, it just felt, it was just a fun family thing. That would be the kind of thing. I mean, I really, I wish it had been like during the months of January and February, because that would be the kind of thing that it would be fun to watch for those two months. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, awesome. Yeah, well. What do you think, Josh? I want to hear what Josh and Maggie have to think. Yeah. Ten. What would you rate out of ten? Uh, I don't know. I really liked it. Probably, probably like an eight, eight and a half. And then yeah. if the actors would have been better, maybe that would have gotten it up a little closer. Because I think that was one of the. I mean, yeah. I thought the actors. I were... mean, I was one of the ones that was saying it was like my favorite show of the summer so far. Yeah, so. definitely. All right, Maggie. What's your final thoughts? Um, I'd probably give it like a nine. I had never heard wow. about it until I came home one night and they were watching it. Yeah. Like so the seventh episode. I watched it. No, it was the first. So I watched it and I really liked it. And like the other ones, like Winter Soldier and those. Uh, yeah. I was like super bored and like felt like it went on forever. But this, I felt like it was like 20 minutes when it was like 40 or whatever. And it was oh. just super good and entertaining and. Just counting yep. down the minutes the next Friday. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it just gave me what I wanted. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that's something that I think is really rare is that we didn't know. I didn't even know and it was coming out until like it went up on Disney yeah. Plus. So I think that's cool mm-hmm. that there are shows that yeah. like don't have the Loki mm-hmm. and the Winter Soldier, you know, kind of build up so all right but we're gonna call it at that um so if you haven't already watched it uh you should run not walk to go watch it apparently it sounds like it is an amazing show i will be finishing (laughs) it starting it (laughs) in the next hopefully weeks along with phineas and ferb and every other show yes phineas and ferb yeah yeah that's right so all right well join us next week for another discovery from the wonderful world of disney plus and we'll see you real soon
guys. See ya. Bye. 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 Bye.